the Broncos Blitz podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz podcast. Ronnie K and special guest Sean Walsh today. He is the host of Walsh and Nataro, two to four on Mile High Sports. But before we get to Sean and the topics today, which include, well, Vance Joseph's interesting comments on Paxton Lynch, Chad Kelly, Case Keenum, and all things quarterback with the Denver Broncos. First, our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Of course, it is a Broncos podcast, but, well, if you're a fan of Denver sports, Tap 14, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirits, and uh, just the terrific rooftop views. Let's face it, it's summer, basically, and it is absolutely gorgeous out. Go check it out. And, of course, they have weekend brunch as well, too, from 10 to 2. It is Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Go to the website, tap14.com, and spell out 14 for me, tap 14 Com. Sean Walsh. How you welcome. doing, Ronnie? How are you? I'm good. You? Good, good, good. Hey, before we get, I want to play this comment first. This is Vance Joseph a couple days ago talking about how Paxton Lynch, uh, the team is going to be relaxing now. So we're going to listen to this first, and then I want your reaction. Can't wait. I think for Paxton and our football team, it's been, it's been a weight off all of our backs to have a starting quarterback, right, and have everyone's role defined, you know, from day one. So for Paxton, he can, he can relax and get better each day and not worry about a competition. You know, so I think for Paxton being around Case also, you know, I mean, Case has been through some ups and downs in, in his career. So he can learn from Case on how to handle those things, you know, and it takes time to be an NFL quarterback. You know, and you, you would hope uh, with Case being here, he can sit back and relax and get better as a quarterback and not worry about being the guy right now, you know, and just compete to be our backup. All right, so you heard Vance Joseph talking about how relaxing now is good for Paxton Lynch and that he doesn't he doesn't have to worry about being the guy. You buying any of this? I'm buying that there's not a lot of confidence in Paxton Lynch. I think the organization is just trying to really save face on this thing. Yeah. Um look, there's no reason for him to be relaxed. He was competing for a starting job a year ago at this time. And now I mean, there's 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 no confidence in him. Why did Denver go out and sign Case Keenum? Why was there so much talk about the Broncos, you know, selecting a quarterback in the draft? There's there's no confidence right now in Lynch, and instead of throwing him under the bus, Joseph is he's going to say the right things to the media. I I didn't take it well. But are are you worried about the idea of a coach saying to a player who should be competing and grinding and and constantly in competition mode? Are you worried about Vance Joseph maybe saying something like to the realm of, you know, uh, this guy, it's okay if he just uh, settles down and calms down. Does that worry you at all? Yes, because I think Paxton Lynch is a bust. And I just like I said, I think the, organiza- the organization thinks the same thing. Um, what, what else is he going to say when you bring in Keenum? They have made it very clear to everybody that, that Keenum is going to be the starter. There's going to be no questions. And I think this is Joseph's way of saying, okay, Paxton has nothing to compete for except for maybe the backup quarterback position. And, you know, I don't mean to take it a right turn, but is he even going to be the backup given the comments about Chad Kelly? It's not so much of a right turn. I mean, let's let's face it. We're kind of in the realm now where Paxton Lynch needs to prove he can just be a pro in this league. I mean, a backup. Agreed, yes. Yeah. And, And do you think he can be? Not from what I've seen, no. No, I really don't. He has not shown me anything. 
Um, but, I, but backup, that's kind of harsh. I think in time he could be a backup, but he's he's a long way from being a starter, and that's that's why dra- Denver drafted him. In the now first I want to turn him the t- I want to turn the clock back to draft day when Denver selects him out of Memphis. Because let's remember, all these analysts, everybody said Paxton Lynch is a two to three year project. That's what was said. Yes. about Paxton Lynch. Correct. We're going into year three. Should we be cutting Paxton a little bit of slack here? No, no, I really don't think so. Because he's had opportunities, Ronnie. He, he had an opportunity last year when Simeon got benched, and he got hurt. And he had opportunities when Denver was 4-0 in 2016, and he, he threw up a dud against the, the Falcons. And the short week after that, it was a Thursday night game in San Diego yep. against the San Diego Chargers at the time. He um, Denver had no confidence from that Atlanta performance, so they rushed Simeon back, and then that added to another L. Uh, no, I, I no to answer your question. Absolutely not, and I I don't know what you what you do with him. Here's give him a, a lot of run in training camp. Let him if Keenum's really your guy. Once you know that he's comfortable with the offense, give Paxton Lynch a lot of the preseason reps, and let's see if he progressed from a year ago where he was clearly beaten out by Trevor Simeon. We, I mean, we saw that. Well, and I think you make a good point. Is I mean, they've come out and said there is no competition. Case Keenum's the guy. So, but do you believe that you. though? Do you believe that wholeheartedly? Yes, I, I, I believe that not only myself in the mindset, but the many individuals at Del Valley. I think the as far as starter goes, as far as our guy goes, they can't afford to wait for Paxton Lynch anymore. Yeah, I mean you that. Know? I mean, the only reason I asked that question is when it was an open competition last year. It seemed like things got off the tracks. Sure, and maybe. You know, announcing that Keenum is is the day one starter this early, and this was a couple months but ago. But I don't think you chase and covet a guy like Case Keenum. Day one of free agency, sign him to a fairly large money deal, and say, okay, there's a competition. But there there should be a competition in all reality because Paxton Lynch was a first round draft yeah, pick. Yeah, but and has as you Paxton said, Lynch earned that competition? No, but he's still a first round draft pick. And as you said, all the experts said two to three years. This is mm-hmm. year three, so. I, maybe it could be handled where Paxton is really pushing Case Keenum. Yeah, and and that you know I think when you're Case Keenum, you know, look, and I, and I hate to put this label on guys, but journeyman quarterback is kind of a, a real thing in the NFL. I think Case Keenum knows that in the event where he does not produce, he does not perform, he does not put up production, there is always somebody behind him looking to take that spot. Can Paxton Lynch do that? I think it, I think you bring up the good point in giving him a lot of run in training camp and preseason. Because if you have decided that Case is your guy, which they have said, so whether they truly believe that or not, that's their guy. Yeah. And so there's really no reason to see a ton of Case Keenum outside of maybe that third game, a full half, maybe three quarters. Yeah. Other than that, it should be all Paxton Lynch all the time. Chad Kelly, too. Here's an interesting thing that happened today. Nick Stevens, Nick Stevens, the former Colorado State quarterback, was signed by the Denver yes, Broncos. Was. Why was that move made? Here's my theory. They're going to need a practice squad quarterback. Chad Kelly, from everything I'm hearing from Vance Joseph, he has taken a huge step this offseason. And my guess is they signed Zach Steve, or excuse me, uh, Nick Stevens to be the, um, the, the, the practice, practice squad quarterback. Sure. And there might be a heated competition for, for the number two quarterback between Kelly and Lynch. 
do you let's talk about Chad Kelly for a second because I know everybody wants to talk about the the backup and the third string. They're the most popular guys in town. Uh, Chad Kelly, you've seen a little bit of what he's done. You've heard a lot. Do you like the guy? Do you think the guy actually has a chance? I get he has family roots in football, but there was a reason why he was the last pick uh, in the draft a couple years ago. A lot of character issues. Sure. Well, I think he's got talent. I saw him in college. Sure. I think he's made. I think he's made his fair share of mistakes. Um, I think he got a second chance in the NFL. He wasn't healthy enough to do anything last year. Um, you got to give the kid a chance if he's if he's put in that work during the offseason. If everything that we've heard from the coaching staff is true about Chad Kelly getting in shape, eating the right things, working hard, showing skills, um, you got to give him that chance. You got to give him that opportunity. He's earned it. Maybe he's 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 taken a a you know taking a different lane in his life, so to speak. We're speaking with Sean Walsh. You can find Sean Walsh on Walsh and Notaro, 2 to 4, Mile High Sports Radio, AM 1340 FM, 1047. And then on Twitter, too. Now, you don't tweet a lot. I tweet very sparingly. plug the Twitter for a second. Uh, at Sean Walsh Sports. I used to, like, tweet a lot of news, but I'm not important enough to do that. So oh, come on. I just kind of <laughs> give my takes on random stuff. And of course. if I make a wager, I'll... Put it out. Oh, there. there you go. And of course, with sports gambling coming now, yeah, like it's been you, a fun week. <laughs> this has been a fun week yeah. for you. Yeah, a you, lot of interesting your, topics. Your Twitter account's going to see some activity. A little bit, a okay, little bit. No, right. I'm not like you though. I can't tweet 100 times a day. Yeah, I no, just, you don't want to follow I, me. I, I, I don't yeah. have time for that. <laughs> uh, let's talk. Let's go back to Paxton Lynch. Yeah. Uh, do you envision Paxton Lynch being some in some way a part of the future in Denver? No. Is this no. has the ship sailed yeah. on Paxton Lynch? I, I think it is has. that really it? He's just gotten so many opportunities. He's blown every opportunity. Whether it was his fault or not, the injury not so much his fault. No, but he put himself in that position. I mean, you could say that, I guess. But uh, Paxton Lynch future, it's it's, and it's, it's not because now. of his physical abilities. Because I think he has the ability to be a starting quarterback in the National Football League. There's a couple things that worry me about Paxton Lynch. Tall quarterbacks have never worked out in this league. I mean, there's not a strong history of guys his size that have succeeded as starting quarterbacks in the National Football League. I think that's a trend. I don't think that's a coincidence. It almost feels like too tall is a problem. Too tall, and then I just don't think he's too got lanky. it between the ears. Yeah. I mean, that's that's my number one knock on Paxton Lynch. I just, I don't think he can, I, I don't think he can grasp the concept of what NFL offenses are. That, and we've heard that from the coaching staff, that he's behind in the playbook. You gotta have, I mean, not only do you have to have the physical abilities, you got to have what it takes between the ears. Well, and, and got to have the mental game. I mean, to go even farther than that, you really don't even need the physical capabilities. But if you are a stud between the ears, I mean, let, let's just take, and I don't mean to bring up this guy as a comparison, but Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. Nobody looked at Peyton Manning and said, oh my God, look at his rocket arm. He had, an, he had an arm that was good enough to make all the throws, but he was so smart. What smartest quarterback that's ever lived. And he was five steps ahead of the defense. He knew what the defense was going to do before the defense even did it. Yeah, Paxton Lynch can't, he and, can't think like and that. And I think that's the problem with Paxton Lynch is behind the ears. We're just not strong there. So, uh, do you think Denver gives him one more shot? Yeah, it's, I think he'll get another opportunity. Or is it just simply... Uh, Compete for the backup position, and if you can't win that spot, maybe it's just time to part ways. I think that's how it is now. I think he's competing for the number two spot. But again, I, I haven't seen Chad Kelly. I'm just listening to what sure. people are saying. Um, one thing that's positive about Paxton Lynch, I'll bring this up, when he got hurt in the Oakland game last year and the sideline shot um, when he was in tears. Yeah. You know how much this means to him. He's yeah. gonna He's going to do everything he can to succeed in this league. But I just don't know if he's doing the right things to succeed in this league. But and, you and know he wants to. Maybe you think of it 
kind of like it the way I do. Uh, because that was a big topic of conversation, the whole crying on the sideline and there's no crying I, in sports. I, I, well, I liked it. It showed I, me that he actually cared, and I, I didn't know that before. I look at it as he actually cares. Yeah. And, and that's that's big. And, you know, it's one thing to just say you care, but he knew, I think, at that moment, there was a big opportunity blown. Yes. And and it really means a lot to him. And, and that should be something that should be considered because there are many more players that fans don't know that football is just a job to them. Mm-hmm. It's it's not everything to them, you know, and some people don't like that. So certainly going to be interesting to see how that uh, uh, plays a part uh, in Paxton Lynch's future. Speaking with Sean Walsh, you can catch him two to four on Mile High Sports Radio, uh, two to four with uh, your co-host Reno Notaro. And Reno. of course you can uh, catch archives of that show and all that good stuff at milehighsports.com. Let's talk Talk really quick about because I know you're kind of close to the organization. You're a Ram, yeah. CSU, uh-huh. Nick Stevens. Yeah, Nick Stevens. Nick Stevens. Did you really think he had a pro career? No, no, and I still don't. I mean, so this is just a practice squad. Guy. I think this another is, body for camp per se. I, I think this is a move where you want Stevens on the practice squad and you want Kelly and Lynch competing for that backup role. That's what I truly believe. He has had great moments at Colorado State. Um, he's had big games. He's got a decent arm. He's not comfortable on the big stage. That's what I notice about Stevens. There's no reason Colorado State should have lost to Colorado last year. Sure. I mean, I'm not even going to get into the refereeing no. and game, the officials. <laughs> but a big problem why Colorado State keeps losing to Colorado. And granted, two years ago, Colorado had a great team. Stevens, he, he can't play under the big lights. If, he's, if he gets the Mile High Stadium, it's like he forgets football. That's what I'm worried about with, with Stevens. He's had awful games in in big places under the big spotlight. That's why I don't think he'll be a starting quarterback. A uh, fun here. story, local guy. Yeah, it's a cool story. It, it, here, and the Rams you know. are really proud of that, and yeah. I've seen it on their Twitter. And, and maybe Kirk it's a, and, maybe it's a little bit of a you know we needed a camp arm anyways. If we're gonna bring a guy in, might as well bring in the local. Why guy, not? Right? You know, um, you, know. you see that you're seeing that a lot. A lot of these undrafted free agents sure. that are local go to Philip Lindsay, of course. Philip Lindsay. Yep. Uh, Capri Bibbs. You can go back mm-hmm. there. Yep. Um, yeah, they. That's good though. I like to see the the college, the local college guys is Broncos. So we've been talking a lot about the backups, second spot, third string practice squad. Yeah. Let's talk about the starter, Case Keenum. He is the guy. Uh, but I want to come at this from this angle. How important is Case Keenum's success? And I will preference this with immediate success to Vance Joseph's job as head coach. I think if he starts slow, you're, Vance Joseph's gone. Um, now, Case Keenum can be a great quarterback. I'm worried that Elway didn't do enough to address the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Is he going to have time to be the quarterback he was in Minnesota? What is the running game going to be lo- looking like without C.J. Anderson? Now, is Freeman going to come in and do everything everyone's saying? Um, Case Keenum, I'll, I'll be honest here. This, this might sound like a hot take, but it's my honest opinion. You were actually the producer of the show when I said this. Sure. I thought the best free agent to be, obviously free agency has come and gone, but... Out of all the quarterbacks, I want a Case Keenum the most. I thought he was a better fit for the Broncos than a guy like Kirk Cousins. I think Denver, you know, I'm one of those guys who believes that this was not a fluke what happened in Minnesota last year, that this was the start of something. Mm -hmm. If he has the protection and the weapons cooperate with him, what's Sutton going to be? What's Carlos Henderson going to be? What's the running game again going to be? If those components can all come together, I think Case Keenum could be a Pro Bowl quarterback. Well, and I will say this, you know, for as bad as the offense was last year, I think it should be drastically improved. You would think by default. But the offensive line, I'm so worried about. But let's remember, another year for Garrett Bowles. That can't hurt. Led the league in penalties. Ronald Leary, 
moving to his position that he should have been playing the whole time. That'll help. Left guard. That'll That's help. a major help, you know. Jared Valdir, we'll see what happens at that right tackle position. That's either I, hit or miss. That's a hit or miss. But if you do hit on that, you are now looking at an offensive line. That I, I don't want to say a strength, but I think is on par with the idea also that you're adding a quarterback who is not going to hold on to the ball for six seconds. No. Now, Case Keenum kind of gets it that you've got to get rid of the football and you can't... They can throw on the run. Yeah, and, and, and this is not a situation where you can just sit that back there for seven, eight seconds and scan the field. Mm. I mean, that's just not that's just not how you win in the NFL, period, let alone against you know a, a defense that's coming at you, uh, for, you know, against a poor offensive line. Yeah. So it is going to be interesting to see that. Um, I would have liked to see them address the tight end position. Well, but what's Jake Buck going to be? Yeah. What's Jake Buck going to be? Um, but he can't be worse than what he was. I mean, he, 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 he would have went first or second round if he didn't tear his ACL. Sure. I mean, this could be a first round tight end. Here's the thing. I was so happy when the, when the Broncos picked Chubb because I, I, back in my mind, I thought maybe they go after a quarterback. But mm-hmm. I was like, how is that going to happen with Paxton Lynch still on the roster and signing Keenum? More I think about that, and I think Bradley Chubb is going to be an awesome player, and that defense is going to be to be reckoned with, man. I mean, that defense is legit. Um, Quentin Nelson, that's the pick that you know. You get Quentin Nelson, maybe a Hall of Famer, maybe a guy that's on your roster for 13 years. Potentially. And that's the number one need on this team, I think. You know, offensive line, they might have missed there. They might look back in five years and say, eh, maybe we should have taken Quentin Nelson. Colts but are going to be good, by the way. If Andrew Luck's back, Colts are going to be in the playoffs. But I don't know you, if you can blame Elway for making the Chubb pick. No. I mean, it, it, it fell, fell in his lap. lap. It yeah. fell in his lap, but two players really fell in his lap. Sure. If he was not going to go quarterback, yeah, he could have went Nelson or Chubb, and I think they're both going to have great careers, but where's the biggest need on this team? Pass rushers or offensive line? That's the one question I have. Certainly is going to be an uh, offense that has many questions. I mean, we're talking about... Uh, third, fourth, fifth wide receiver kind of spots all up for grabs. I mean, we would think Cortland Sutton's going to be the number three guy uh, after uh, Emmanuel Sanders, Demarius Thomas. Mm-hmm. But I mean, who knows? Maybe you know, like you said, what do we see from Carlos Henderson in his second year? Hopefully, he's kind of learned from a lot of the off-field stuff. And I tell you what, I like the Deshaun Hamilton pick, the fourth rounder out of Penn State. I like the guy a lot. Uh, good, clean guy, route runner, and we'll see how this class affects the team and uh certainly obviously most importantly though the quarterback position something to watch the rookie class has to be better than a year ago because that might have been the worst draft i've ever seen it was that bad isaiah mckenzie does not belong on a football field we'll find out ronnie within five six games um we're not really sure how difficult that's going to be considering garrett bowles was really the only one who produced for them yes yes But we're, we're going to see what this offense looks like. You know, they might start out. Denver's been known to start out hot. This could be a 3-0 and team, and everyone in the Mile High City is jumping up and down like they were after the Cowboys game last year. Like, you learn a lot on tape in the NFL. And Vance Joseph just got outcoached. Um, say Many what you games. want. Many games. You start hot, and then other teams take a look on on the film and see what you're actually doing, and they make adjustments, and Denver stopped winning after week four. And the bye week, certainly, that placement. I, I almost didn't help them, and maybe that's an excuse, but I mean, it kind of cuts off your momentum, and then all of a sudden you fall into but this Did they have momentum? Well, three and three one. Three and I one. Mean, with a win it. over the Dallas Cowboys, who at the time many thought were yeah. one of the best teams in the NFC. So Lost uh, to Buffalo and then a, uh, and a close then win at home all, against the Raiders. All kinds of fun stuff happened. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Sean, thank you so much for joining me. You got uh, it. Again, anytime. Where can uh, we find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me at Sean Wall Sports. S-E-A-N. And- 
And if they uh, tune in two to four, Mile High Sports Radio, Monday yep. through Friday, what what are they going to hear from you and Ren Onatar? They're going to hear a bunch of different topics. You know, we, we, we don't go Broncos heavy. We hit the main stories of the day. We try to cover everything. Um, some days we don't. Um, some days we get on random topics. It's a, it's a good show. We kind of go all over the place. And people can call in and do all kinds of fun stuff, too. Absolutely. Right? 303-831-1340. We do take phone calls on that show. Very cool. So be sure to catch Walsh and Notaro 2 to 4 on Mile High Sports Radio, AM 1340, FM 104.7. And then, of course, you can stream the show live, too, at milehighsports.com and catch archives of previous shows. You guys get some good guests on that show, too. So I strongly recommend uh, you guys well, check that. that out. Absolutely. And then, of course, at Sean Walsh Sports, you can find me at Ronnie K Radio on Twitter. Twitter follow. And then, of course, the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Of course, uh, my personal favorite, the 100 Colorado Distilled Spirits. Uh, I'm, I'm up to like 35. I kind of stalled out. <laughs> I, I'm trying to get all 100. I'm trying to try them once. Um, but I've, I've kind of stalled in the mid 30s. So I'm going to have to go check out Tap 14 this weekend. And I tell you what, uh, that rooftop bar at uh, Rooftop View is just going to be fabulous for you to check out. And then uh, they're only a hop skipping and jump away from Coors Field. So if you're going to a Colorado Rockies game, well, be sure to check out Tap 14 after. It would be Tap 14 online. Spell out 14 for me. Tap14.com. That's Tap14.com. You can find archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast at MileHighSports.com for previous episodes and player profiles. MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. <laughs>